Hello, this is the Kaiju Transmissions Podcast. My name's Kyle Bird, and my co-host, Mr. Matt Parmley, has something hey, to s- Yes, and he has something to say to all of you out there in podcast land. So we are announcing a fan contest. Uh, we want you, our lovely listeners, to have a chance to come on our show and record an episode with us. And you can pick the topic. So the way this works, being in contests, is you go out to Facebook or Twitter and share our latest episode, whatever that happens to be. And then you email us at kaijutransmissions at gmail.com a list of topics that you think might be cool to come on and discuss with us. And then we will select a random winner uh, sometime in early February. And then we will record an episode in late February. All right. So the way this works, one more time, go on Twitter, go on Facebook, share the latest episode, and then immediately after that, email us a list of topics that you think will be fun to discuss. Got it? Make sense? And yeah, you get to choose the topic you want to talk to us about, as long as it's within the the boundaries of what we do. Uh, We want to talk to you, so share the podcast, keep listening, and uh, hopefully you keep enjoying it. Ooh, and... uh... Twitter is KT underscore podcast. Facebook, just look us up under Kaiju Transmissions. In our email, one last time, kaijutransmissions at gmail.com. We are recording, and this is uh, something I think we all knew would probably come at some point. However, how soon, I, I'm, I'm shocked that we're doing it this soon. I'm shocked we're doing it at all. I'm shocked that I haven't introduced <laughs> us yes, yet. Well, who knows? Like, what I know, not, what I know this shocked. show. But I know this show, like, this could, like, not be released until, like, 2021, so. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I don't think we'll be around in 2021 the way the way the, the world world is unfolding right now. Um, North Korean, uh, United States of America. So, we are Kaiju Transmissions. As always, I am your host, Bird, and with me is my co-host, Matt, hey everybody. Yeah, you remember him. Uh, and we're joined by uh, Trev, or Trev3K, as, uh, as as people call him, right? Doesn't that, everyone calls you that, right? <laughs> the, the goat calls me that, right. but that's all. Your mom, don't, your family, don't they don't call you that? No, man. Uh, he's been a frequent guest at this point, and 
Um, where can the people find you, Trev? On the interwebs. Uh, they can find me at uh, <laughs> Days of Future Podcast, my podcast all about the X-Men. And, of course, if it bleeds, we can kill it, the podcast I do with you, Bird. And... Uh, this is and a, I'm excited. It's time to send Godzilla <laughs> up his own butthole. This is great. <laughs> and this is a very special episode because with us, it's somebody's birthday. And that's our friend Eric, who uh, has been with us on many episodes as well. Happy birthday! Thanks, man. Happy birthday to you. No, we don't need... No, no, Can no, we no, sing? Yeah, I'm already singing. I'm, I'm it's singing. in the public domain now. We're good. Uh, big bucket of nope. <laughs> What'd you do? Did you get wild? I ran and then ate a tuna sub. It was glorious. Okay. Well, I watched Split. Man, that was a really good movie. Yeah, I'm like the only person left in the world that hasn't seen it. I'll get on it though. So that's gonna be an interesting double feature with this. <laughs> did you get? Did I you get a double feature? <laughs> did you eat any of cake? This and this. <laughs> that I eat cake? Yeah. No, because people were to ask me, did I want a cake? And I said, no, I want donuts. Did you get donuts? Oh, yeah, man. Well, that would be a really depressing story. <laughs> I want donuts, and they're like, fuck you. What's, what's, <laughs> your, cake. what's your favorite, really quick, before we even tell people what this mystery thing that we're talking about is, before we get into that, what's everyone's favorite donut? Ooh. <sighs> I uh, plain well cake donuts in general, but like just a plain cake donut. I'm the most boring individual. I mean, I like just plain like well, like chocolate glazed, but oh, I yeah. also like a good Boston cream. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm with Trev on that. I like just the regular standard glazed donut or honey. What a donut. surprise! Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I, I was actually twitching, anticipating what Bert was going to say. For the for the listeners, we've about. Probably the last two days been having <laughs> private messages with, with Bird about just his weird eating habits. And I don't know. Habits is probably the wrong word, but preferences. <laughs> Do you enjoy that plain donut with your plain vanilla ice cream, Bird? And- <laughs> plain, no, no, no. Plain, plain vanilla sundae? Sundae, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we go to so I'm in Michigan with Bird and we go to McDonald's and I get a Sunday and he orders a Sunday plain, which is basically just ice cream in a cup. Who orders a plain Sunday? They knew what I was talking I about. Probably because that's your McDonald's, they know you by now. Like it's <laughs> that guy's back who orders the, the ice cream in a cup and calls it a plain Sunday. Now Ever since, correct me if I'm wrong, Eric, but ever since you were a child, you've been saying there's one day for my birthday, I want to do a commentary for Godzilla versus Megaguirus. It's like a lifelong is, thing. That is actually not what happened. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my wife's in class all, all night tonight, so I was like, you know what? I got some time to kill, and I wanted to watch this, and then everyone was like, yeah, it's a great idea. Then. Here we are, a movie that has typically been in my bottom three. Um, and for some reason, I actually want to see it for enjoyment. And so here we right. are. Well, if what, you're trying- I feel like the, the, the weird thing is here, I feel like this is almost more like it's my birthday gift, right? It really is. It really <laughs> no, yeah, is. Yeah, Trev. Because uh, for people who have heard me on here before, I've noticed that almost, I think almost every time I've appeared, I've made a joke about how is this the Mega Gearus episode? 
And if people don't get that joke, which they probably wouldn't because they don't know me, but the thing is, this has been a long time coming for me because I legit like this movie. <laughs> and I've been asking Bird to like do an episode where I can defend it. Well, I... <laughs> It it kind of goes back a little further because for a long the longest time I think this was the only Godzilla movie you hadn't seen and I always told you I hadn't seen it because I listened to all you G fan <laughs> morons who said it was bad and then I and, watched it and I'm like what are you guys talking about and for the longest time I was like eh, you know I don't really know if that's one you need to go back and see it's I was like you know it's probably like in my bottom five and then like he watched it and he's he's <laughs> He brings it up all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I think I think at least I think maybe at the end of each episode that you've been on, you've said, don't forget to have me back for a Mega Gearus commentary. Uh, for, for, for those who uh, care, this finished in the bottom four in our rankings episode. Ugh. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll get there. Look, we'll have a lot of, a lot of time uh, to talk about. Um, about this film during its runtime, and y- you listeners, you've heard pro- uh, correctly. This is a a full movie commentary. So pop in your DVD, your Blu-ray. Feel free to enjoy it with us. However, I think usually when we try to do commentaries, we also try to make them, uh, you know, listenable if you're not watching the movie as well. So um, uh, I I think um, we have it queued up at the Toho logo. Um, I think I think everyone here is paused at one to two seconds in. Mm-hmm. Um, so depending on what release you have, this is a Sony one, which didn't open with the TriStar logo, oddly enough. So uh, get to that Toho logo, the classic Toho logo. Get to about two seconds in, and um, all right, should we? Uh, all right, uh, want to count down from three and. Uh, Hit play here. Let's count down from 27. <laughs> oh, fuck you, Trev. <laughs> uh, oh, sorry, is this a, uh, a no-cussing episode? Because I'm not sure. No, we don't care. All right. <laughs> okay, so uh, I'll say one, two, three, go. And then we'll... counting up from three? Yeah, it's counting up. Uh, up two, three. Three, two, one. Is that... <laughs> Is that counting right now, or what? No, 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 no. I'm <laughs> saying what I'm going to do. So Everybody three... just hit play at once. Okay, three, two, one, and then I'm going to say play, and everyone pre- presses play when I say play. So three, two, one, play. Hold on, mine, in- mine didn't play. Oh, my God. This <laughs> is the worst. <laughs> okay, I'm, 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 I'm good. I, I'm good. Everything's okay. Um, so this is uh, uh, Godzilla... X Megagirus. As I like to call it, the real sequel to 54. <laughs> this is one of my favorite anythings ever in a Godzilla movie. Like, even though this is consistently placed in my bottom three, this opening is freaking glorious. This is, uh, and this is, um, uh, so we have a flashback to 1954, and it's kind of a recreation of the, uh, the, the Tokyo raid in the original movie. Um, and, uh, some of it, they, they have, like, some stock footage superimposed, and it's got this, like, nice sepia filter. It's a, it's a pretty well-staged, uh, sequence. Now, um, because that I... suit I, looks badass as hell. I'm sorry, it's one of my favorite suits. Um, I do have I to, love, I love his look in this. I think Godzilla looks uh, badass. I do have to go around here and, and, um... Obviously, the one of the the great thing about the 54 film is that, like, almost documentary newsreel... 
feel to it uh, that really like brings out the horror. Uh, when Ashiro Hondo was making that movie, do you think he ever <laughs> thought those scenes would be recreated in something this stupid? <laughs> I'm sure he'd be uh, proud. Yeah. Like he should be proud that it, that even though it's been kind of repurposed, that that footage can still be used 50 years later, and like it's not even though it's a new suit and and place, it's not like embarrassing. Like I don't know. Yeah. Well, if anything, it just speaks to how you know I guess timeless the that those scenes are. Um, now, I, now I'm going to ask a question here while this is going on, and I guess every once in a while I'll play like the the average Joe here. But it allows us to talk about some things we probably should talk about. So this is the second film in the Millennium series, correct? Yes. Yeah. Can you guys, I'm sure you can, can you answer this question? At what point was it determined to have this Millennium series be like each film a sequel to the original? Was that like a conscious decision fairly early on? Uh, I believe it was with this one. Um, I thought it was beforehand, like the, the Millennium, like they were supposed to do three films with each one kind of just tying back to the original and they were going to do like, I mean, I don't know. Well, uh, Tamiyama, who, Trev, if you don't know, Shogo Tamiyama is the guy who um, basically took over the franchise once the original producer-creator died in like the late 90s. Um, after Godzilla 2000, uh, I think they were kind of... Uh, Godzilla 2000 was done very much to both... It, it, it was a, a double... A double purpose thing it was not only to cash in on the the hype around the american movie but also after the backlash from that kind of uh reposition the franchise in some way and say you know the real godzilla is still going to be in movies and it wasn't trying to overstep the 98 thing you know i think sony tristar and toho were all pushing for a sequel to the 98 movie at some point but after 2000 i think it was really everything was just kind of on the table and they were kind of thinking about if they want to do a sequel uh or a trilogy or what and then at this point um they just said screw it let's just do another disconnected movie there would be a sequel to the original movie. Um, mm-hmm. Bird, this is a stupid question, but the, so the guy, the troop commander, he's that, not the he same is, dude. He is in Gamera 2, yes. Okay, all right, cool. Watarase like, from Gamera 2. Like, now, see, I don't or... know where you guys are at, but I still think, like, right now, this is still pretty badass to me, just watching this, oh, like, yeah. military unit go in to take Godzilla down, but, uh, like, and, like, foot soldiers, too, with, like, bazookas. I love this. Yeah. So that's uh, your... Stupid though, or, or genius? I can't. <laughs> I think it's well. That's but that's the whole thing for this movie, right? Is it, it this? I mean, that's. I'll say it right off the bat. I think this movie is awesome because it's walking such a fine line between stupid and genius all the time, and usually more towards stupid. But <laughs> it really in is a way, like uh, in ways I find really enjoyable. Like uh, I mean, I, I agree. These this opening sequence is really well staged, and mm-hmm. but but then like you look at the the finale, and it, you're like, holy moly, am I still watching the same movie? Um, but yeah, a lot of really nice, um... No, this, this kills me, though. The yeah. frickin' trash cans. Oh, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I was about to say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, well, you know, they, they can't always get it right. <laughs> it's that, it's that, that it's whole... Paper mache thing. <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, I, I will, the, the, this movie really does have probably the, uh, the weakest effects 
probably maybe since the 70s there's really no godzilla movie in this millennium series that came close and this movie the had a quite a big budget cut compared to uh godzilla 2000 the previous year but yeah this is the point where they were trying to just i guess give uh they didn't want to tie themselves down to a continuity like they did in the millennium series or i feel like i'm gonna be a devil's advocate a lot in this commentary because i think a lot of the things that i'm sensing are like hated by the fans are just the things that I find ultimately charming about it. Because even hearing you talk about the bad special effects, I agree, but then it's kind of like the, the corniness of the effects is what I like about this film. I, mm. I just think this film has like, like a nice, like, I'll talk more about it as we get into other parts, but there's just like a simplicity and like a, an unpretentious kind of corny feel to this movie that I really enjoy. Um, so this movie was released in 2000, making it 17 years old. Um, if that doesn't make you guys feel old, I, <laughs> I don't know what will. Um, uh, and, uh, well, first of all, it's worth noting that the Sony release, which I think most, most of us have, whether the DVD or the Blu-ray, uh, unfortunately suffers from what is known as dub titles, where instead of yep. having subtitles that just translate the Japanese script, it's translating the dub instead, um it's weird because the sony uh home releases like are they're very strange because they they put out a whole bunch of these movies and some of them have accurate subtitles and some of them don't it's very odd but i know uh i know trev is a huge fan of this dub so it's no skin off mm-hmm. his back and for a movie yeah, that's, and for a movie that's dumb i don't know how super accurate you need the dialogue and stuff to be anyway oh this is a badass moment too where she just takes the one the lone shot at him and nails him right in the chest but it also like totally encapsulates how absurd like they, this plan is because it just doesn't do anything oh yeah but she's not giving up you know <laughs> like that like right away you're like i find her like a likable character just because she's so determined um I will say this was directed by Masaki Tezuka, who got his start with Toho. He, I think he was a uh, an AD on the '90s Mechagodzilla movie, and you know worked his way up the ranks. Um, and uh, he did this one and the two Millennium Mechagodzilla movies. And I I, I feel like this movie, especially um, the first Mechagodzilla movie, Godzilla against Mechagodzilla, the Kuryu one. Um, I feel like this movie is very much a test run for that it's got the the same um basically the same main character uh young female um uh military who wants revenge on godzilla for killing her superior um and uh it's really his attempt at kind of making a a godzilla movie into a character piece but uh, I don't think it really succeeds much in this. However, and I know Trev would be with me here, uh, the Mechagodzilla movie probably, in my opinion, has some of the strongest character stuff in a Godzilla movie. Oh, I love that first one. I think it's an awesome movie, yeah. Yeah. And it's pretty good, but the more I'm thinking about it, like I think this film is probably the most fun of the three. Um, I don't know. Like Those, those two Kiri movies are just dry. Yeah, Tokyo. Uh, I think Tokyo SOS is the most fun, and I think the first Mechagodzilla one is probably the best of the three. Dude, can you see? Don't you think how badass would I look walking down the street in one of those G. Grasper <laughs> hats, jackets, and aviator sunglasses? Uh, here we're introduced to our com- our baseball loving <coughs> comic relief. 
I like the Burgess glossed over the fact that he was apparently supposed to get you that hat. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I don't blame him it. if he can't find it, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have my, my I have my eye out for G Graspers stuff <laughs> for Trev. I'll G- talk more oh. about G Graspers as we go along. Just G Graspers is, to, is more or less their version of, I guess, G Force from the Heisei movies. Yeah. Maybe a little bit of uh, Ultraman Science Patrol thrown in i love it because like the first time i watched the movie i remember seeing the jacket and just being like grasper what is that like <laughs> uh and this is one of those moments where the uh the character um kudo is you know trying to trick these kids into thinking it's like magic that he's cra- like puts his bowl over these things and really like raises it and it's different then she comes in and she's like oh no it's actually a microwave with these little like mini sentient robots and it's like why is he even trying to pretend it's magic? That's pretty impressive on its own, isn't it? I think that's cooler than <laughs> whatever yeah. he was trying to do. Oh, look at them. Aren't they cute? They're like the nanites in uh, the sci-fi channel era of Mystery Science Theater. Um, I don't know why. But I th- for a second, I thought you said symbiotes. Why did that thing have an egg beater is what I want to know. <laughs> it, it, was, it looked like it was making like curry rice, so I don't know. That is what it was doing, yeah. Yeah. Um, curry rice, by the way, is delicious. These guys don't know that. The one of the reasons I asked, since there's not much going on in this scene, one, one of the reasons I asked that question about the Millennium films earlier is I will say, like you know, like I said, I like this film, and and again to clarify, it's not like I think it's a great movie. I just think it's a fun movie, and I really don't get why more Godzilla fans don't kind of admit that or just have fun with it. But I will say it's it's pretty weird that like Godzilla, most of the Millennium films have this kind of epic feel to them. And you can sense this, like, oh, yeah, they're trying to make this cool, badass sequel to the 54 that never existed. This one, you're really like, this is only, this could only work as, like, the 24th film in a series. You couldn't, (laughs) I can't imagine ever anyone actually thinking, like, this should be the sequel to the original Godzilla film. It's just weird that they thought to even put that idea forward. It also uh, retcons the ending of 54. uh, If um, we just got through that big flashback stuff, but... Godzilla never died. He kept coming back. So uh, I wonder if in this continuity, if there ever even was an oxygen destroyer or what. Who knows? I don't know. It still doesn't bother me as much as the retcon. and um, I don't know why it doesn't bother me as much, but the one from the Kyrian movies were like... The skeleton's still there? Yeah. Well, that's, I feel like that's a little more minor. They retcon everything but the skeleton, pretty much. Or they they don't retcon the... the, You know what I'm trying to say. I just realized I've been going around about this all wrong. I've been asking to get those G-Grasper hats and jackets, but what I really need is that G-Grasper car to drive around in. (laughs) Yeah, Bert, get on that. How heavily secure does this place need to be? There's a guy with a machine gun. (laughs) I always wondered, like, in these movies, like, how if they're really blatant with what they're doing to stop Godzilla or if they're really secretive, because I mean, it's not like Godzilla is like putting like a trench coat on and trying to get into places and get, you know, sabotage things. <laughs> I will say, I think, uh, I, one of the reasons I like this movie is I do like the G grasper thing. I mean, the, the name G grasper is pretty silly. Like what, I don't know <laughs> what they're thinking with that, but <clears throat> as you said, it's just G force. And I've always liked the idea of G force. I've just always liked the idea of like a, a, a scientific wing well, Trev, together specifically to fight Godzilla. Well, Trev, correct me if I'm wrong, but when we've talked about Ultraman, haven't you said the science patrol is actually your favorite thing about Ultraman? Uh, it is indeed. Yes. Yeah. So I, I can see that. 
Um, I do love the score for this movie. Yeah, I, I wanted to bring up the score uh, by Michiru Oshima. Uh, honestly, the score is probably the best thing. I My favorite part of this movie. Uh, this was her first Godzilla score. Um, she did the three movies from uh, this director. And um, she really did a great job, I think, of making cues that sound like unmistakably Godzilla without, you know, riffing on the old Ifukube tunes over and over and over. It's a great score. She'll be at G-Fest this year. She's, she might be the only guest this year that I, that I, uh, that I end up meeting and everything. I don't know who did the costume design for the films, but I really do like their outfits too. I think like the blue really pops and it just, uh, I don't know. It's an interesting looking outfit. And then on the and the other side of that, I love how like cheap their headquarters looks. It looks like um, it, it looks, looks like Bird. You're gonna get this. Like this looks like a, an Empire or a Full Moon movie. So <laughs> when they're in their headquarters. Yeah, it looks like something Charles Band was involved. <laughs> yeah. Well, you guys are watching RPM still, right? Yeah. Yeah, we just kind wrapped up what the season. fifth or sixth episode. Yeah, fifth or sixth, yeah. something like that. Um. And uh, I, I think it's worth mentioning that this is uh, the older woman on the screen is Yuriko Hoshi, who people know from uh, many of the, the, the classic uh, Toho movies, um, including Ghidorah, Godzilla vs. Mothra. Um, I believe she said this is the best one she's ever been in, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't. I I doubt. I don't think that's it's correct. doubtful. No. <laughs> well, well, I thought I heard that. Also, in the last war, which I don't know if you, <laughs> I don't movie. know if anyone besides me and Matt have watched that. Yeah. Uh, if you want to see what our future is going to become, you should. Well, maybe not watch that movie. <laughs> <laughs> um. And here we're they're talking about the uh, the black hole, and. Anyone listening, I would imagine, has seen this, but <laughs> the, the, this is when the movie, you, you start to realize this movie is going to be crazy. Is uh, So Godzilla, they can't figure out how to get rid of Godzilla, so uh, they come up with Operation Dimension Tide, which is creating an artificial black hole to swallow up Godzilla. I think this is the moment, Bird, where the first time I watched it, if I remember correctly, I think I texted you and I was like, why did I never watch this before? <laughs> I was like, you're telling me that this movie's bad, but they're making a black hole to suck Godzilla into? This look is amazing. At, look at Sidney Moore's face. Even she can't believe they're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, what the hell, guys? I always wonder if like Godzilla's real, if there's like PETA would step in or something and like, this is inhumane. You guys can't do this. Also, Godzilla right there looked like straight out of that uh, Nintendo GameCube game. Was it Destroy All Monsters or something? Yeah, uh, yeah. the Atari <laughs> one. I had that for the PlayStation. This is like Toho had a contest to like ask like little kids, like, what's the best way to get rid of Godzilla? And like, this is what won. Some <laughs> kid was like, a, a black hole bomb. Like, All right, I guess we'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I do think you're onto something, Trev, though, because when I think about it, I absolutely love bonkers science fiction films, but there's like this level in me that doesn't always accept stuff in Godzilla films for some reason. Well, that's I, what I, I think. So that's what I think. Like it's true. If I, if I'm going to try to get any message across in this, cause I don't think I'm really going to convince anyone. Cause it really seems like there's a pretty intense hatred for this. 
But I just wish people would, would go into it and take it like a little less seriously. And, I, and what I'd say, and, and Bird will get this probably the most of anybody. Bird, when I watch this, I kind of feel like it's like if we were watching like an Asylum or some other company monster movie. And then we're actually kind of impressed by how some kind of decent it is. You know, yeah, right. <laughs> that's that's the feeling this has. Obviously, it's not one of the best Toho films or anything. But it's just got the sense of fun that I really I'm, I'm genuinely shocked that more people don't acknowledge it. Well, I I think especially in in uh you know with our generation, I do think a lot of the '70s Godzilla movies have kind of been reevaluated and mm-hmm. accepted again. And um, for a long time, those were kind of like a black eye on the franchise. But now, yeah, that's you know, the thing is, I feel like this movie was either 30 years too late. Or it was 17 years too early, because I do feel like if this film came out now, I bet you the fans would be like going crazy about it. If if the reaction to yeah. Shin is anything to, you know, right, because right. they would just be happy to have a Japanese film and they'd be like, no, this is great. This is way better than uh, the Gareth. You know what I mean? Like, it's that's it's for interesting. Sure. I, I mean, I never really thought about this before. And this don't uh, I this is still firmly in my bottom, you know, tier of, of Godzilla movies. But I will say for a long time, I, I I liked it even less, uh, and I've I've warmed up to it more over the years. Um, and I I think at the time it came out, we were in such a weird place because Toho had let everyone down pretty much with the their that Mothra trilogy they did. And, oh man! And while they were doing <laughs> that, the Gamera series had pretty much been like. I I I don't want to get hyperbolic and say reinventing, but they they were pretty much reaching the peak of what you could do with kaiju movies at the time. And then we had the '98 Godzilla, which was a disaster. But I don't think anyone would disagree that it was nice to see the Godzilla name in the mainstream again. And then 2000, which was a more '60s campy kind of movie came out got a wide american release and that really had people pumped up and i i think following up all that excitement with something like this which it's it is bonkers it is weird but i i think it's a little dry and i think maybe it was just a matter of it came out at a time when you know, we just had the Gamera trilogy, and we had just gotten to... Most people our age just got to see a Japanese Godzilla movie in theaters for the first time. And um, I think a lot of people just didn't really know what to make of it. And probably still don't. People wanted something serious because the Gamera are, are, are well done and maybe even groundbreaking. I think the Gamera films were sort of that way, and... They got this, <laughs> and, and I think, and I'm one of the few people that I, I don't really care for Godzilla 2000. Like I don't, I don't hate many Godzilla films. I don't hate these two. I don't hate Godzilla 2000. I don't hate this film. Um, but uh, the the Gamera films really did something specific in that same time frame that the Godzilla films and the Mothra films being released in that same same time period didn't do. And I think that's kind of where some of that disappointment lies. But you're right that there is like a sort of charm to this. Like if I if I compare my my taste in science fiction and like campy horror films to my taste in Godzilla films and, and I evaluate them that way, then yeah, my appreciation for this is going to go up a lot. Well, I would but be interested I, to hear. Like I wonder because you know when we talk about fans not liking this, I again feel like it's mostly we're talking about the grumpy thirty year old, forty year old men Godzilla fans, and I'd, I'd be curious to hear more what kids think when they see this one. 
because I could see kids react to this one kind of similarly to the way they do when they watch the Showa films. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, like I mean, uh, I, kn- I know I don't think any any of you guys are fans, but. I know, for example, like Final Wars is by far the craziest, dumbest movie in the Millennium series, but that one's huge with kids. Yeah. I think um, that Final Wars is a good comparison because, my estimation, both Final Wars and this film have gone, you know, up a lot through the uh, last few years. I think it's having time, kind of. We've gotten the 2014 film, we've gotten Shin, we're getting animes, we're getting other films, and it's like. You don't have to take these films so seriously now. Like you, you know, you're going to get more. You've gotten more, and so not so much as resting on these movies. If that makes sense, like yeah, you can kind of just take them as they were. And um, yeah, I, I, I compare this kind of like to um, I don't know. It, it's got like a '70s feel, like you guys were saying. And I think at the time, everyone was wanting like a Heisei Gamera, like serious, and it just didn't give people what they wanted. But I think if you take it on its own, it's it is a lot of fun. By the way, we just saw the Dimension Tide get used for the first time, which is a pretty neat effect. Honestly, the sets are, are pretty convincing, and I like the little wormhole thing they got going on afterwards. I like the dialogue we just saw where he said a damage assessment report, and the answer was, "I think it's going to work." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that, that is the most science fiction thing anybody can say. Well, Trev, you're a uh, you write some in your spare time. Like, <laughs> I know I've done like lazy things like that sometimes in writing too, where it's like you don't know the science of it, so you just kind of, <laughs> I don't know. You know, I, I'll be honest, I try, um, I, I never write anything with science because I just don't even want to deal with like fake science. <laughs> exactly. Like, if, if I accidentally kind of corner myself into using it, then I'll do something. Mm. Wait, we gotta, we gotta acknowledge here comes one of the best lines in the whole film. <laughs> Um, so our hero is meeting this this little boy that was uh, secretly watching the the testing of the weapon. He sees that she's a G grasper. She says, "Yes, I am." <laughs> and then he says, "But you're a woman, so how come you're fighting Godzilla?" <laughs> and I just I love that the inherent idea that of course women wouldn't fight Godzilla. This little all kid. women must just love Godzilla. Right? <laughs> this little kid is a sexist pig. Yeah, it's a future Trump voter right here. <laughs> Um, that Dimension Tide sequence was kind of cool. It, it reminds me of those, you know, that you see those footage of the uh, atomic bombs blowing up, like, the, the fake cities. Remind me of that a little bit. And she just told him to, like, not tell anybody about what he saw, and he's like, yeah, okay, fine. And now we'll, now we'll find out in a second here that there's still, like, an active wormhole, apparently, like, within walking distance of his house. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> so what, does it matter if he doesn't tell anyone? How do his parents not notice that? um so what do you guys think about them bringing back mega years i i'm glad you asked that because that's exactly where i was about to go with this so mega gears uh in this movie is is the queen of the uh uh mega nulons which are these prehistoric giant insects um loosely based on an actual prehistoric insect and we first saw them in larva form in the 1956 movie Rodan. Uh, Rodan, I'm sure anyone listening. Well, Trev, are you the weirdo that you were like, I've seen all these classic ones, but I never saw Rodan? Yes. Uh, well, in case you didn't know, so Rodan very much starts um, 
almost like kind of a, a riff on them with these Mega Nulon larvae. And then it turns out that they're just snack food for, for Rodan in, the, in this cave. Um, that's the only time they ever showed up. And, um, uh, and it's just in that movie, and it's just in larva form. And so in uh, 2000, I guess Toho and, and Masaki Tezuka said, hey, those insects from Rodan, what if we brought those back and showed, like, their queen and their their nesting and everything. Uh, now, Eric, to answer your question, I think that's really cool. Uh, I love when they break out these, like, deep cuts that, you know, these, these creatures that maybe only had one movie or were barely in a movie. Um, you know, I it's unfortunate since I actually like the monster, but, like, in Tokyo SOS, they have the Kameba oh, the, washing up. But, yeah. Kim Ava's one of my favorite. Yeah. And um and you know, that's that's one of the things like when I saw the the I guess timeline of events in the the upcoming anime, I was like, oh, th- th- like someone actually remembers these like obscure monsters. So I, I love when they, they bring back these things that are more uh, unknown, I guess. They're bringing back Mega Years too in the anime, or at least referencing them in the ti- timeline. Yeah, I, they they have some monster names out there. It's it's one of those things like who knows if they're gonna show up in the movie. Like if you look at the Tokyo SOS timeline, that's crazy. It's got like the gargantuas and all this other stuff in it, you know. But they never like show up. When this kid was moving, why didn't his mom ask like, "Hey, what's up with that box that's like y- w- like wet and dripping <laughs> viscous fluid?" <laughs> So I was doing. I was going back through the rankings, and the highest is finished in our rankings episode was three. Most yeah. people had it in the teens. There's no. There's uh, no way this is three even on my list. Come on. No, I mean the highest. The highest in somebody had it was three. Yeah. But it wasn't um, me. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and it does skew a little bit towards you know younger, so like twenty, twenty six and younger people that had it ranked like in the middle of the pack. Um, but, but not by much. I mean, like some people that were like in their fifties, the, the guy that had it in their three was actually 54. So see, but once you get old, you learn to let, just let it go, man. <laughs> um, by the way, we just passed the, the, um, oh, the famous the incredible line, the famous <laughs> line where he says, uh, so he, Kudo walks in on the major training, uh, you know, exercising and he says, why do you need to be fit when we're just going to make Godzilla go up his own butthole? By the way, on my Sony DVD, it actually, the subtitle said, we're just gong, make Godzilla go up his own butthole. <laughs> Even better. That's, that is incredible. Now, that's not the proper translation of that line, correct, Bird? Isn't it black hole in the original? Yeah. 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 <laughs> of course he didn't talk, say that. Talk about an improvement, though. Come on. And, and yeah, uh, like, the, one of the many dub- reasons why you love this dub. The dub in this uh, for both this and Godzilla 2000, and like, there's kind of intentionally can't be, and I do appreciate that because yeah, the, I mean, the Heisei dubs are fucking boring. They're awful. Yeah, I know. Like, uh, I I know this isn't the go-to opinion of. Uh, oh, I also love that she's like, "Can I test this new weapon out?" And she just fires it off in the gymnasium. Um, I I tend to always watch Godzilla films dubbed, and I think it's just because that's how I grew up with them, you know, watching them on Saturday mornings on TV with the dubs. And so I've never quite got used to watching them subtitled. 
Um, but I always appreciate when the dubs lean a little bit more on the campy side, like this one does. We're about to get the, I get the forms all mixed up, but this is a Meganulon, the first form. What is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I, I'm disappointed that we're watching it like muted. With oh man, that is some bad CG. I forgot how bad the <laughs> CG looks. They don't, they don't bring back the sound effects, do they? Uh, like from Rodan? Yeah, because those like those are really creepy sound effects. Nah, I don't believe so. Trev, yeah. I cannot believe going back to that. I, I cannot believe you have not seen Rodan. Like that's. I know. Look, everyone's got their shame. You haven't seen like three hundred different movies. <laughs> by, so you just now watched Escape from New York. So yeah, oh, come on. That is true. That is true. <laughs> Better late than never, though. It just I'm gives just me saying. something to look. I always have something to look forward to, right? Yeah, man. And now when I watch Rodan, I'm just going to think of it as a Mega Gearus prequel. Oh. <laughs> By the way, Bird, that Kong prequel idea that you posted today was so awful. I'm yeah, so glad that Neil, Neil Marshall. Trev, that's your boy, man. That was so awful of an idea. Neil Mar- you're, Trev, you're, your boy is trying to tell us that King Kong's a crazy native drug, drug experiment or some, some nonsense. I don't make sense. They're gonna have pirates and shit and an ape civil <laughs> war. I love this uh, ridiculous comic relief guy yeah. here. It's actually a fun scene, and it's like one of the most gory scenes I think in in Godzilla's history. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I think that's another one where I remember specifically telling Bird like, "Oh, I I love that scene," and it was like one of the one of the moments I fell in love with the film just because it, it it felt so different from a, from other Godzilla films. That's pretty freaking creepy, actually. Yeah, this is pretty pretty gnarly. <laughs> These guys are great. <laughs> the, oh, by the way, this moment right here, this this couple talking about him wanting a drink and her saying, "I'll go get it." In the dub, this moment is fantastic because it's just so poorly performed. <laughs> uh, now, uh, Eric, getting to what you said, and a common misconception, uh, I, I, this, it's cut very quickly. Um, but what you're seeing is not actual gore. What it is is the the bug is spitting up on him and uh the idea is that it, like flies and insects think brundlefly uh he's spitting up a digestive enzyme that will That's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> that w- it, so it will it'll dissolve this man's face and it'll suck it up because you know they can't uh <laughs> Okay, yeah, it does look with the blue it does look you can tell it's black, but yeah. But but yeah, it's it's, it's, uh, it's it's so it can oh man yeah so we can suck it up. That's still a cool moment, man. That's still like that feels like something out of like uh, well, I guess it is kind of right. like bird. That seems like something out of like a lot of those '90s and early 2000 creature features you and I watch a lot. Yeah, it's got Star Lord's headphones. <laughs> I just watched the fly yesterday, so that's uh, isn't it great? Yes, it's, it's wonderful. One of you guys in your like hour long tangent. For the uh, <laughs> about what horror movies you liked, um, I do like The Fly too. Also, it's a fun movie. Oh yeah, I want to just quickly come in here on that because in the last uh, episode I listened to, you guys were asked Here's a fan mail question about. Yeah. Um, I blame Bird creature- for all of that. I didn't. Well, no, 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 no. I just want. I just want to jump in quickly because in the in your twenty minute answer where you listed every creature feature ever made, <laughs> I want to step in and, and because Tom and Bird are the two weirdos uh, in the horror fan community who don't like this movie. I also want to point out The Descent, which is probably like one of the best monster movies of the past uh, 
few decades. The sense phenomenal, and I also have to give Bird. I know he hates this movie or doesn't like it at least. But Leviathan did not mention Leviathan. Not a big fan of either of those guys. I know. Poor little kid looks so bored. (laughs) (laughs) He's watching this movie. (laughs) He's the only person in the city who sees this giant dragonfly flying above Tokyo. The little kid, like, is. I feel like he just drops off unceremoniously. It's it's really weird. Like they, you really feel like they're setting him up to be a major player, and then he's not. He's just kind of. I mean, well, it's, it's all his fault. But I mean, it, it's, <laughs> <laughs> well, he uh, is like he's in the post credit. There's a post credit scene that he's in, and mm-hmm. like by the time you get to that, you're like, I forgot this kid was even in this. I yeah, never realized it was that kid. Oops. I forgot the book opened like right to <laughs> what the the monster was. I think this might be his last moment in the movie proper, though, is this discussion with her about seeing uh, Meganulon, right? How did I don't know why I'm asking. I'm the one who just... I (laughs) I, I should say I just watched this. I'm literally doing a double feature of Godzilla vs. Megaguirus and Godzilla vs. Megaguirus. (laughs) I do think this movie would be better if it had Don Fry in it, though. I think every movie would be better with Don Fry. I've come around on him. if Don Fry was playing this little kid, oh. <laughs> I'm just imagining the kid with his mustache. <laughs> I've, I've come around him. I used to know, like I just I couldn't I just didn't understand him, and I'm like I, he's he's the best. I still don't know if I understand him, but I still love. Well, him. Yeah. I still because well, I still don't I don't like Final Wars. I think that one's just too stupid even for me. But I, I the Don Fry stuff is pretty great. There's no denying that. Uh, there's concept art of Godzilla's skeleton on the moon for this movie, and I have no idea why. Like, I don't know. I have no idea how it would have gotten there, or what relevance it would have had to anything. Spat him out in the moon? I don't know. That's pretty horrifying. It's like some Shin Godzilla Thank God this 10-year-old kid is schooling our scientific hero of the film about these creatures. (laughs) So, for the female protagonist throughout these movies, uh, movies, I actually like her, this one, the most. Um, oh, wow, wow. I know. No. I feel like one of the first Curie movies kind of like a... She's got more of an arc. It's better played, but she's so bitchy and cold. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but the, the scientist and his daughter and their plant like bring out the goodness or whatever. I, it's such a weird thing too. Like it's forcing maybe like a, a love connection between those two, but like he's old enough to be her dad, and it's like I did always find that part creepy. Like you got yeah. you wouldn't if you were that guy, you wouldn't try to like you know. That doesn't make it bird. Right. Bird, calm <laughs> down. <laughs> bird is immediately thinking about like sixteen year olds right now in his head. I don't. She's not don't sixteen. <laughs> She's in the military. She pilots I do like this. Mechagodzilla. I do like this character, and as I was watching this again today, I was thinking to myself, I wasn't like even admitting to myself, like, huh, it's weird that like I think she's like a fun hero because there's really not much to her. I mean, it's just like she's kind of driven by this the sense of revenge, and but I mean, I guess it's just from you get the films of her, like the scenes of her being nice to the kid, and then a couple other small little moments. But uh, oh man, now she's we're getting driven, to some good stuff. But she's not dour. Yeah, like she's yeah, like I said, she's nice to people. She's not a complete jackass, and she's cute. <laughs> She's cute. That never hurts. Um, 
the Griffin, the Griffin model. <laughs> so bad. Oh man, I love it. It's so good. So bad. <laughs> like it's a kind of a cool idea, I guess. Like if you see it right now, like as an overhead shot, like oh, that, that could be a functional aircraft. And you oh, see, right there. Like yeah. now we're in Thunderbirds territory. Yeah, that's. It's so weird. There's no, There's nothing in the rest of this run of movies that looks anything like. Well, that's like why this. that's that's got to be why people hate it, right? But I mean, that again, that's the thing to me. Like when I watch this, I'm like, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I like watch this. I'm like, man, I wish there was more modern Godzilla movies like this because it just it just I don't know. It tickles my fancy in a way that I'm like, this is so corny. But and it, like I said, like I just said, this looks like Thunderbirds. But I love it. Like it just takes me back to the ones I watched when I was a kid. Um, one movie oh, it's, that actually is kind of a fan favorite. But to make Trev's taste make more sense to the people listening that might not know him his favorite godzilla movie ever is godzilla versus king Ghidorah. so this is true <laughs> that's and that's a, that's a great comparison too man because i love that's my top five probably and appreciating that movie helps you appreciate this movie like if you're the type of person that gets hung up on the time travel stuff then you, you're never gonna love mega Eurus or even like it but um you can kind of just take it and accept it, then, yeah. We're getting ready to see one of the better uh, effects in the movie, and actually, it's one of the better scenes in the franchise, honestly. Yeah. Water ski! <laughs> I mean, I as someone who just watched this, like, ten seconds ago, um, the scene you're talking about, I, hold off and watch it again before you claim it's, like, an amazing effect, because I'm not sure it's going to live up to your, your memory of it. I think it's more the it's a it's a cool scene. Yeah, it's a, it's a, a really cool it's idea. A real, it's I a really it. good idea. You know, it's a really yeah. good. It's something we we never saw before. Now, to be fair, I have not watched this in like. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm saying five years. So. Uh, last time I watched this was when I got the Blu-ray. So it, I think, probably around the time the 2014 movie came out, right? Because that's when those Blu-rays were coming out. That's when you gave me this copy that I proudly uh, own today. <laughs> uh, it's um, it's interesting to note that this is like the scene that everyone, I think, remembers uh, for yeah. this movie. But uh, Tezuka originally he didn't he he did not want this scene in the movie. He he didn't. It was in the script that he didn't write, and he he didn't want this to be in there. But. Uh, Toho uh, were really insistent that that they keep it, and they did. Um, How bad is that? Uh, sorry, I just realized like you have to connect yourself to that harness on your like upper shoulders, which is physically impossible if you're by yourself. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Apparently, Tezuka said he he. Um, didn't want this scene in because he felt like it was more it, w- it was too much of like a pulpy action movie kind of scene I guess which too much has, has he seen the rest of the movie <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this is really cool like I like how she has that little um, like they're worried about the radiation which is something they probably almost never address and like she had like this little flip up collar thing and like mm. she it has to put like extra prote- protective layers on just to get near him. Like, yeah. That's pretty cool. It reminds me of uh, in the 2014 movie, like Brian Cranston has like the duct tape around his gloves and stuff like that. It's, it's just, lo- it's just those, those little reminders that like remind you like, hey, 
This thing is really, really like radioactive. <laughs> That's an awful comparison. The Godzilla himself like is not radioactive at all in that movie, right? Like it's a, it's. Oh, I, I mean, I think that. it's like most Godzilla movies, and that they they don't want to point. Yeah, out that scene, that scene there looks bad. And I see what you're saying, but the, the yeah. when he's on the wall, I think it looks Ooh. fine. That's what I was talking about. There's some pretty rough looking uh, shots in here, but like, yeah, the, the yeah, idea of some, it. Just that's kinda... some that green screen there is. Mm-hmm. Isn't isn't doing it? Well, I was talking specifically about her going like to the wall, like the the effect of her like being this? on like the wall, pro- like that's fine. I'm also not sure like how necessary a tracking device is. Like if this thing is so radioactive, you could probably trace them from a satellite, no matter where. Dude, it's a Godzilla. Yeah, I feel like it's not hard to find Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Godzilla. I mean, movie. every every Toho film they have tra- they have trouble tracking him though. At some point, yeah, you're right. It, it's a trope. I mean, that's like a common theme, especially in like the the '90s movies. Well, you know, I wish the, she had just held on and ridden him all the way back to Tokyo, Indiana Jones <laughs> style. The ocean is a a place of unknown depths. You know, you never know where you could be hiding. You know what other movies about that bird? It's a little movie called Leviathan. <laughs> Goddamn lizard! You won't get away this time. Ugh. So you guys, Bird and Matt, you don't like. I think at least Matt said like you guys prefer the uh, the Kiryu design for Godzilla. I do. Um... Yeah, I do. I don't dislike this design. I it looks. It's like any other Godzilla design. They're like from some angles, they look kind of eh. I think my favorite Godzilla design is still 90, the 91 suit. Um, I, I like this one and the, the one from 2000, but, uh, you know, it, it's very much an almost anime-looking Godzilla. And I, I like that the, the design in the Kuryu movies kind of took that and kind of toned down the more exaggerated parts of it. The cool thing about this design is they use the features of the dorsal fins being so huge in the fight later on. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. I like that the colors kind of, they just pop. And like I, I like the fact that it's based off the 62 suit. And um, I don't know. I, I feel like this one's pretty much not goofy from most angles, like as good as you're going to get. Um, but... I think it's like one of the to me it's like one of the better looking like yeah like it, like mean looking Godzilla yeah. designs like you couldn't use this suit in a movie where he's more heroic obviously. <clears throat> we saw the debut of the um, SGS the Search Godzilla system, <laughs> and now I like that my screen I, the sign uh, when they show the satellite in the, in the here it says Dimension Tide and then in parentheses Black Hole Gun. <laughs> <laughs> And here we have the old uh, Japanese scientist that's in every Godzilla movie. It seems like yeah, this you it's have to. Kiyuchi. It's a trope. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Meganula is as he says, <clears throat> which was a actual prehistoric dragonfly. I don't think they were like this, but I think they were. <laughs> Mega Nulon. It was like the first time this thing has ever done this, but he somehow knows the entire like evolutionary and pre- reproductive chain of it. 
Well, you, that's like a throwback, though. Like, they did that. Oh, yeah. I, mean... I will say, I don't know if anyone, uh, any of you guys checked our Facebook, but Matt posted a picture of the Mega Nulon from Rodan, and... Uh, with a status that said we might have a new commentary soon, and then someone in the comments was like, "You guys are doing Rodan," and Matt was like, "Uh, <laughs> no." <laughs> this is like I, this is another moment that makes me laugh. Where um, they're all talking in that room about like Mega Nulon, and then this guy rushes in. And he's like, "You guys haven't heard?" And then he turns on the news, and like Tokyo is like flooded. And it's like <laughs> you tell me they didn't hear about that until that guy came and told them. That- I've never understood the logistics of how this happens. Like, uh, and then here's where we get like mighty Peking man, like level, like inconsistencies in scale because he hands them this little drone, like this little mini <laughs> SGS. Right. But then when he sends it into the city, it either grew or the city is much smaller than. <laughs> well, I feel like that was the mini and then he uses a full scale one. Well, then they should show like there's no. Oh, yeah. like... There's a lot of things they should do right here. <laughs> <laughs> like, I still don't understand. How an egg in the sewer results in like <laughs> this? Like, I mean, yeah. I don't either. But I mean, this is a really cool visual, though. Like, it is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I like it. I like that too. There's some never do anything with water it, at times, but um, but the parts where it is a miniature city with water around it are are very cool. How come nobody's ever made a uh, a giant monster in Venice movie? That that would be a that would be a cool setting, man. There's a lot of there's a lot of settings that I don't feel like have been taken advantage of much, but I kind of dig the city flooding though. Like this this whole s- sequence is actually awesome, and I also love the uh, the scene that follows the swarm scene. I think that's great. It's cool, but like I feel like there's a set piece here that they never deliver on. Like there's just something like. Imagine, like, if Godzilla had a fight, like, in a flooded city or something. Like, that would... I feel like you're a set piece that never gets delivered on. Damn. <laughs> That's cool, Happy birthday, man. Eric. How do you like that? <laughs> I don't know what that means, but, I mean... Now, so we're sure, like, that's not... Because, like, he has that same little remote, so this you're is right. not... The... Holy crap, dude. I never noticed that. <laughs> Normal people wouldn't notice that, but you have Trev. Yeah, Trev is... I know I we know. kept him around for some... You can read. You can read more about it. In my four hundred page Godzilla versus Megaguirus book being published uh, <laughs> next year. You have a um, like a fan novel in there too. <laughs> yeah, it's just where I put myself into the G Graspers. <laughs> I'm their new recruit. <laughs> the janitor. <laughs> a lot of eggs. That's I just keep coming up with. I just keep coming up with new plans involving Godzilla's butthole. <laughs> Yeah, he just like walk randomly into a room, like mopping the floor, like I haven't tried a black hole with a gun yet. <laughs> like, brilliant. Here's Good what else to... we can do with his butthole. Would you <laughs> stop talking about Godzilla's butthole? <laughs> that reminds me of that Amazon book list we were talking about a while back. <laughs> Chuck Tingles, Godzilla <laughs> vs. Mega Gear. Uh, Godzilla a... pounded my butt, or whatever. <laughs> this is better. Oh, damn, yeah. This this submarine just got huge. Um, but this is better swimming Godzilla effects than the last movie, which is still probably some of the worst ever. Well, not <laughs> only not only is it early CG, but it's early Japanese CG. And that's a double yeah. whammy. Oh, man. 
Yeah, I was watching uh, Escape from L.A. last night, and man, oh, that's, there was some terrible, terrible CG in that film. What do you think? So, what do you think? Yeah, I did. I didn't make it all the way through. Unfortunately, my my son had a meltdown that I had to uh, attend to. No, fortunately, trust me. <laughs> he probably <laughs> I'm gonna finish it. He probably realized you were watching Escape from L.A. It's not as bad as these haters would have you think. No, it's worse. <laughs> <laughs> Osaka. Well, speaking of buttholes, my dog is going to town on his right now. <laughs> <laughs> what a great point in the movie to talk about this. <laughs> um, God, oh, this is like a Shin Godzilla scene now. He's got people talking. <laughs> he just missed uh, Hayata, though. Right? Yeah, like, that was Hayata. Yeah. Yes. The original Ultraman. That's one thing that's fun about the tezuka movies is that he's such a nerd that you know there's always these cameos or these obscure monster references or these obscure toho references and this guy this guy's in like all of them too so if you guys were like in this meeting and someone proposed that we were to suck godzilla through an artificial black hole well, I, to be fair, at the end of this meeting, they ask her, um, you know, what happens if your toy does, you know, goes rogue and destroys everything? What guarantees can you give us? And she says, it won't happen. And then they all nod their heads in agreement. So <laughs> she really nailed that answer. I'll tell you. That's like a that's a Trump answer. That really was. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Uh, bigly. That's all I got. <laughs> uh, is that a Chicago Cubs hat? It yeah, is. That, that is wearing, wearing Wait, Bird. Bird, congratulations. Yeah, man. Yeah, that that a... Sports reference. Yeah. Bird is uh, sporting. <laughs> I only knew that because of those Saturday Night Live skits with, uh, with, <laughs> with George there Lynn. There it is. Yeah. Look at this. Kudo invented the Wii U little like, like uh, things. <laughs> is like it... how they have like, this, like, this huge... Freaking device used to carry around. It's basically just a tablet. <laughs> this is a tablet before tablets. Yeah. I, I like how his uh, com- his computer virus thing is a nurse. <laughs> What's going on? Oh, I need that car, man. What is that antenna? Is that? It's like you get really good reception. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you never. Sorry, you never. You never button the bottom. Button on a suit, man. This guy's a tool. Oh, yeah, this, he's evil. yeah, this guy's a mess. <laughs> he's just suits all baggy. Looks like he's uh... kind of looks like George Takai. <laughs> Are you being racist? <laughs> no, he didn't say all people of. There are American people same. that look like other American people too. It's not like name one. Uh, Will Will Ferrell looks like the drummer from Red Hot Chili Peppers. No one even knows who that. What, that's that's a horrible comparison. No, who, who <laughs> I was people gonna know. No, people know that because they appeared on some show together and both did the uh, whatever. I I, I, I was gonna say uh, Aaron Eckhart and uh, Thomas Jane. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, they're pretty close. I thought we should have quizzed Trevor. Like, does this person look like George Takei? <laughs> 
Oh man, that's some. That CG is great. Trev suddenly goes. Is that, I didn't know Jackie Chan was in this movie. Then we'll know we have the problem. Dude, if Jackie Chan was in a Godzilla movie, uh, game over, man. We wouldn't even have to make any more. Any more movies? Yeah. <laughs> you should just play Godzilla. I think he's more of a camera. No. Yeah. You just want everyone to. You don't don't uh, don't slam Jackie Chan like that. <laughs> So, this may be the highlight of the movie. This? The bad PlayStation CG? No, man. What's <laughs> leading up to, bro? Like, this fight, I don't know. Any fighting's fun, too, but. I, Bert, I get when we were talking about this film earlier, you were talking about how, you know, you said it's like dry and boring. And I mean, really, like, I, okay, if people don't like this movie, fine, but. Is that really like a common thought is that it's boring? Because, I mean, it's not a long movie, and I feel like there's never that long before oh, you get to, like, another God, crazy scene. Or... I don't know. I never I never thought it was that interesting, I guess. Maybe I'm... Or, like, it, it's lost a little steam for me at this point until Godzilla showed back up. Like, They're right firing now. photon guns at Godzilla. From <laughs> no, like, awesome... the, the characters just aren't... Uh, I'm not that intrigued by them at all. Did I just imagine this from a different movie? I swear, like, that scene happened in this movie or another movie where, like, a ship just flies randomly into Godzilla's mouth. Did I make that up in my head? No, uh, that does happen later. Yeah, I, I don't think, think it's here. It's, that's much later. You know who does love this movie, like, it, who, like, swears by this movie is, uh... J G fan slash G fest founder J D Lees. It's true. He's obsessed with this movie. Sounds like a good man. <laughs> my my favorite scene in the movie is is approaching. I'm a fan of the swarm scene. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I also like how Godzilla actually swims. Uh, As opposed once. to walk upright. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you guys are coming around. <laughs> no, like I don't. Like I said, I, I think that honestly, besides for me anyway, and I, I, I riff on Shin Godzilla enough, but like besides Shin and Space Godzilla, I find something to enjoy in just about every Godzilla film. I even like Space Godzilla. It's, it's just really Shin. It just. Uh, where did this movie place on? Do you guys remember offhand where this placed uh, in your your rankings? It was bottom three for me, but uh, if I did the rating today... I know it was, bo- I believe it was bottom five. I don't remember for me, and Matt was supposed to email me my rankings again, and he's not, so... I've been... I, I, I can tell you, Trev, I have it. I have the list pulled up. I also really dig this uh, this particular track with the wing... Like, the, the sound, like, almost like the wings are... Yeah. Pretty, pretty nifty. I forgot how cool this scene is. Actually- uh, you have this at uh, 19, Trev. Yeah. That's oh, pretty high. Yeah. I guess. For this that's movie, that's pretty high. <laughs> well, I never claimed it to be like a top 10 for me or anything. You know, I just said, like, I think it's overly hated. And I think it's. it's I mean, actually, film. I have this at like 24. So it's not like. I think I had it at 25, I think. I think I had it at 25. But there are things that I like about it. Uh, I, I the, the, the finale. Uh, the the Bird, final you lie, battle. dude. You have this in 28. You lie. Did I? Yeah, All 28. Right. If it bleeds, we can kill it. It's now canceled. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Eric has it at 28 as well. Yep. 
I stand. Right, by I can't. I can't threaten Eric with anything. But <laughs> uh, Tom is also a twenty-four. He's not here, but just thought. If that you, I mean, if you asked me to just sit down and and create a list independently of like the way that worked, where we were pick, where you had to pick one movie or the other, it might end up a little higher than nineteen for me, but it wouldn't crack into my top ten. I think it could be top twenty, though. I think that. Nah. Just watching it now, I think it, it does feel like uh, Godzilla versus King Ghidorah, and just I don't know. I just feel like there's a there's a there's a lightness to it where it really is a movie where I could see like any time where I'm sitting around and have like an hour and a half to kill. This is like a fun one to throw in. I think for me, yeah. I, would, I, mean, I would show this to my uh, my kid minus the one scene of Brundlefly. <laughs> <laughs> Ready for fire. Ready for fire. Like even like some of the like the Heisei and other millennium films that like I are I get are better, but like they require more from you to like watch them. You know what I mean? So there's something about this where it's just it's a fun movie to have on and kinda be kinda checking in on and, and just kinda digging a little bit, if that makes any sense. Hey look, it's Glenn from uh <laughs> Oh yeah. I'm the racist guy. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody give me a bat, man. Hit the button and let's fry that lizard. See, this this scene is great. That set the set looks awesome. I mean, oh, as I a fan of, of uh, Son of Godzilla and stuff, and the orange beam is coming out. I used to hate the orange beam, by the way. Me too. I, I've come around not to care about the, the beam color as much. Now that that purple, that's her off. This came out, the internet was still pretty young. Uh, if If, like... I guess it started. I guess it was 2000 that did it first. But do you think if like a trailer came out and Godzilla had an orange beam, that fans would just shit bricks all over the place and freak out? Yes. <laughs> I don't well, know. Anymore. As long as it's Japanese, now they'd say it's great. Exactly. <laughs> he could he could have four heads and people wouldn't care. Apparently, grow wings wouldn't matter. As long as it's Japanese. But if an American studio did it, they'd shit the bed. This is awesome, though. Just watching Godzilla have to deal with like a different, like you know, we always see him fight one kind of singular monster, and then yeah, it's gonna be cool, Trev, but, uh... I know, what, I know, what Eric's gonna say, just say it, just say it, just say it. <laughs> Gamer kind of did this and did it better. Honestly, <laughs> just I don't it. know that I agree. To be honest with you, you don't think the Legion scene is like infinitely well? Okay, so like in terms of how it's pulled off, I think Legion's better, but the like what. The choreography behind the scene, I give that to you. Like Godzilla is actually doing more than just falling down. <laughs> well, he's like purposely slagging. He's purposely slamming himself into the rocks to kill. He's a strategy, yeah. yeah. Well, with Gamera, it was really kind of a different kind of scene. You know, it, it wasn't. It wasn't much yeah. of a set piece. Yeah, Gamera gets like covered in him and like almost immediately retreats, and that's that's pretty much all there was to it. For well, the that's most a cool part. scene too, because he flies away and spins, and they're like splattering on buildings and stuff, but. Just I mean, things. just just by the fact of it being Gamera, that's like the minor leagues, and this is the big leagues. <laughs> oh, you oh. Happy birthday, Eric. Happy birthday. <sighs> well, technically, no. Well, no, technically, didn't Godzilla vs. Destroya do it before uh, Gamera? Yeah, we don't talk about uh, it. Eric, if it makes you feel any better, I don't own any Godzilla movies on Blu-ray, and I own the Gamera trilogy on Blu-ray. What are you trying there to you do go. to him? <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised you don't own this on Blu-ray. Uh, no, I'm happy having a DVD of this. I don't need to. Wait, what's the what's the double pack of this one, Bird? Uh, this is with Destroya. 
Oh, I guess that is one I'll probably get someday, actually. I know that you wanted to get the Mecha Godzillas, but they pissed you off. So. God, I still <laughs> it drives me crazy. Like what that they couldn't have put both of those on one disc is like But then they, they did uh they did they paired each Mecha Godzilla with a non related movie. Which makes mm. no sense. And that's not even following in like the order that I don't know. <laughs> Sony, dude. Sony Well they also gave us uh Spider Man three, so <laughs> Sony well, gave us. I like Spider-Man. Yeah, Trev likes. Spider-Man. Yeah, you you would. That doesn't surprise me. They gave us the Amazing Spider-Man Two, which is worse. Yeah, I think we can all agree about that, right? Like, Amazing Spider-Man Two is worse. I mean, I've never even seen it. I'll, I'll I'll agree. But you still haven't seen it? <laughs> no, I just I hated Amazing Spider-Man One so much. I can't deal with it. I'll make you watch. <laughs> if you're gonna make me watch all these Transformers movies and. I'm not making you. I'm letting you. I'm giving you a gift. <laughs> you won't yeah, even let me. Up. You won't even let me watch the riff tracks version. No, that's not I the way the, God intended it. <laughs> I watched the fourth one the other day. I finally finished it. Didn't it take I, like five days? <laughs> it did. I uh, I didn't hate it. No, I'm telling you. Like, I'm sure you didn't love it because that's kind of <laughs> ridiculous. But <clears throat> no, but and even like murder, murderous prime or Optimus Prime and whatever, but. They could be doing something interesting with giving him an arc, like you were saying, Trey. Yeah. Like, well, we'll see. I don't, I don't know if I honestly trust them to do that. but it'd be I cool. don't either. But <laughs> the potential is there. I think it's just like, the, I, I, Eric, I don't know if you'll agree. I don't know why we're talking about this now. We'll get, we'll get off it in a second. But <laughs> Both Transformers 3 and 4, it's the kind of thing where it's like a slog. But then once you get to like the last 30 minutes, you kind of forgive it because it does get really fun. Yeah. Kind of like this film, except it's awesome all the way <laughs> And now we're getting into some uh, some good stuff. Like this guy just keeps getting random freaking sports jerseys, like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <clears throat> I just realized that we have like forty five minutes to go. I know this, this movie brutal. does feel long to me. That's the it's- issue that I have with it. I think. I'm hoping like it's like 20 minutes of credits. We can just. <laughs> cut it, it does off. have a very. I forgot until I watched it today. We'll get to it. But I forgot how weird and abrupt the ending is. I don't know if you guys remember it's that. It's very <laughs> abrupt. Yeah. Yeah. Very I, do, I do like Godzilla's motivation in this film. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, do you like tracking down energy? No, I mean, like the, the clean energy thing. I thought that was a, a neat idea, I guess. What's with this now weird? Here's the first. Yeah, I hate this whole thing. This weird slow mo. Uh... No, they're like the he. Their enemy recognizes enemy. You know. Well, that's why I didn't buy the whole thing initially about that was Megaguirus, uh looking at Godzilla. It because they did it multiple times throughout the film, and they did it the first time there. It just seemed off. Eric, were you going to ask me a question before these guys started talking about Transformers? Oh yeah, he was talking. Um, Eric was talking about Transformers. <laughs> Whatever. No, it was Matt and Trev. It wasn't. No, no. <laughs> but no. Okay, so like you're the you're the Uber fan here. Do you actually understand the differences between the suits in this film and the the previous ones? I sure as hell don't. I love. Uh, I as far as design goes, as far as I know, yeah. they're. They're like identical. I know, I know the reason they built a new suit was that the the 2000 suit was kind of built. It was it was more or less a generic suit, whereas this one was fit 
um, specifically uh, for Tom Kitagawa, so he could move easier and um, uh, you know wouldn't wouldn't be as cumbersome on him, I guess. I think the I way think this it, one's also painted lighter, like it's yeah. a lighter green color. Yeah, I think the head's just a little bit different. Um, I prefer <clears throat> how it's shot in the first film or the preceding film, but. I like, I, yeah, I, I, I like, I, well, I, I think a lot of that might just be due to the lighting, too. Yeah. Like, this movie, most of it takes place in the day, and uh, 2000, a lot of it is at night. When we went to, uh, when Matt and I went to, what was it called, Fandom Fest or whatever last year? Yep. Um, Kitagawa said that Godzilla 2000 was his favorite film that, uh, of the Godzilla movies he's done, like his favorite performance. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. Anyway, now we know that one guy is a bad guy because he was playing with chess pieces while sitting in shadow. <laughs> and then he so, like threw a tantrum and knocked them all over. We get our first look at Mega Gears here, and a lot of people compare this kaiju like unfavorably to Batra. What do you guys think? Uh, I, I mean, think- I, I get I, it. It does have a definite similarity to Batra, but. Uh, I think Megaguirus is cool looking. I don't know what the general consensus is in because I'm not that into the hardcore fandom as you guys are, but I think it's a really cool looking monster. Uh, I mean, I, I think um, I think the similarities to Batra probably kind of begin and end with like the wings and like maybe the abdomen because they definitely don't look the same in the face, and uh, you know Batra doesn't have like the little like lobster claws. Million beams. I, I, I like uh, I like Gears quite a bit. I like both of them actually, but I like Megagirus I think a little more actually. I think the issue that people take honestly with both of them is is an execution. They they get a little uh, stiff at times, and they they I think the issue that people have with Megagirus too is like the when they use computerized enhancements to make it like smile. <laughs> <at the time. laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah, that's like. The moment it kills you, you yeah. There, like there's there's a lot of uh, Mega Gearus stuff that um, executionally that that I think we'll we'll be able to say. Um, why is really, why is he giving them a new drone? I just so here's a new one. <laughs> here's a new twenty foot. Here's a new twenty foot drone. You think it's like one of those things where you put it in the water and it grows like the snakes? Oh, dude, you ever you ever have those and like they're all they get like slimy, kind of. What? The hell are you guys talking about? Should we be discussing it? Um, you never had those as a kid. You like put them in water, like dinosaurs or snakes. Yeah, or whatever, the dino capsules. Grow. Yeah. No, no. The, the dino capsules are like sponges that come out. Like yeah, these, man. These things are things. We're talking that... about slimy snakes and bathtubs. I think this is probably not appropriate <laughs> for a podcast. <laughs> no, they, they were like these little shapes that you you get, and they yeah. were like they were very like tough and dried out feeling and then you put them in water and you leave it for like uh a, a few hours or a day or whatever and then like it, it like like would like quadruple in size and like it would obviously lose like all of its detail and like they'd be like these really slimy spongy things at the uh at the borders bookstore i used to work at we had an incredible hulk one and we decided to put it in the water and then just leave it in the water for like forever and it was sitting in the break room, and um, it just was like sitting there, sitting there. And the water eventually turned into some horrifying, like <laughs> petri dish colony of life forms. Yeah. <laughs> Every time you talk about the bookstore, you make it sound like the most exciting place to work. I'm just well, that that's just my skills as a storyteller. 
And here's Batra. <laughs> <laughs> you can see Again. the you can see the puppet like wa- like wobbled. Yeah, and it just like stand- it's just floating, not even like. <laughs> yeah, flying effects have never looked worse on Godzilla. Well, you could definitely like see now. some strings there too. But, oh uh, yeah. Yeah, but like in in design, um, design is awesome. I think the design is great. Yeah, design and, is cool. I I think that honestly, that's more that's more stiff. I think than uh, Batra. It is, man. It's like I said, it's the most stiff there's probably ever been for a flying kaiju. So, like, even the way the freaking the tail is just kind of like defying gravity. Just I don't know. Like, if you look at a lot of the model kits and stuff, it's kind of. There you go. There's yeah. The, there's the CG wing flaps. That's pretty awesome. That makes him seem like <laughs> such an asshole because he only does that when he like goes by that building. He's like, nah, screw this building. Like, <laughs> uh, it's it's just it's it's amazing how blatant the strings are in this film. Like, I wonder what was going on with that because only a couple years later, Tokyo SOS I think had probably the best execution of Mothra that I've seen, yeah. and <laughs> I don't know how like. Barely any time had passed. <laughs> oh, here we go. Yeah, <laughs> this is the. G- oh oh man. wow! <laughs> well, that looks great. I don't know what your guys' problem is. <laughs> I think this type of thing is done better in Final Wars, actually, with Rodan, yeah. like the flying sonic wave thing. I do dig the miniatures here, at least. Yeah, I, this is a cool, uh, really cool miniature set with the the flooded buildings and everything. These little CG sound wave effects, I don't know about, but I mean, those things look fine. It's, it's the puppet that sucks. This is a scene where our hero Kudo is like a bo- a building falls on him, and he ends up with a broken arm. <laughs> It was a Cubs hat, man. It saved his life. <clears throat> now, in a moment here, our, our uh, scientist, our main, uh, well, not the main, but the old, the old doctor will tell us about Mr. Miyagi. That's his name. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he will give us, like, exposition about Megagir. So you'll just under, like, why did he wait to say this? Like, he's just standing there, like, not telling anyone until this guy woke up. Couldn't he have told them all this before? Look, like, this is their first time hearing it from him. And they're like, wait, what? I'm also not sure why this guy is really relevant to the plot anymore. <laughs> like, no, seriously, like, his thing is he miniaturizes things. I, I have not seen this movie in years, I'll admit, but, like, is, is there a reason for him to be still, like, integral to this team? Right well, now? yeah, the, he'll, he, he'll, he'll end up kind of saving the day, in a way, at the end. Mm-hmm. You would think that they'd be leading to something where he's going to, like, miniaturize one of the monsters, right? But they never quite go there. Ooh, that's what they should do instead of like versus like uh, like a giant mecha Godzilla. You should have to fight like a tiny one. <laughs> <laughs> Both the Marvel comic and the Hanna Barbera cartoon had a shrinking Godzilla stories. Mm-hmm. That's when he fought the Fantastic Four, in like in like a museum or something. So can we all agree that you know? I think we're all being slightly positive about this movie at least. But that it does not need to be this long. It is too long. Yeah, you yeah. could cut. You could. I mean, you could cut maybe two minutes from it. <laughs> yeah, 
yeah, you can cut fifteen. Well, an hour forty, an hour forty six is 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 running a little long for for something like this. I I agree. You know what's re- another thing I know I was watching it again is that it kind of doesn't uh, go in like the obvious direction, and I, I don't know if that should be applauded or if it's kind of silly they didn't think of it because what this movie doesn't do is you, you watch it, you kind of expect like oh they're gonna say like well yeah we hate Godzilla but right now we need to lure him in to fight Megaguirus and that's not really what happens at all. It's more <laughs> just like they're still only worried about Godzilla, and then when they're like trying to kill him later, they're kind of surprised that Megaguirus shows up to fight him. I don't know if it's just like, oh, well, we're going to deal with that one later, I guess. But uh, Are you glad this guy's uh, back? Yeah, this guy's great. This, shot this guy's the best. <laughs> he looks like he's about to crap his pants. What do you think if you if you live in Japan, what are your odds that someday in your life you're going to be an extra on a Godzilla movie? <laughs> Can't tell if racist. <laughs> but uh, hey, is, that, is that our kid? He's back! He lives. Yeah, there you go. They forgot about him. I See, forgot the about with this him. Film is like the the characters. They they just they forget about characters. Whoa, 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 whoa! He's smoking inside. What the fuck? He's gone pure evil now. He even <laughs> brought, he brought his chest set with him. That's how evil he's, he is. He's, he's, is he he's really showing his hand, man. Why did he bring his chest set to work? Shouldn't he be working? <laughs> he's really going for that evil supervillain thing. I mean, you never know when Magneto is going to show up, so you got to have a chess set ready. The... <laughs> He's like, oh, crap, they're talking about me. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Let's scramble. Uh, more Griffin flying footage. Oh, the Griffin. I need to get a model of the Griffin to hang from my ceiling. I don't know, man. That, see, they just established that building, which will come into play a little later with like the hanging uh, yellow diamond or whatever the hell it is. Yeah, what is that building? I don't know. That's a pretty cool shot, though, where you're seeing their perspective as the flyover, and then you see Godzilla swimming in. I was just thinking the same thing. I was like, you know what? Never really. I've taken that shot for granted, but that's not. That's pretty cool. It's far better than what they did in Godzilla 2000. All the mad shots in that film were horrible. Horrible. You're horrible. Horrible. (laughs) Well, 2000, they were trying something different where they were superimposing him over actual environments. They do that in this film, like, constantly. Like, that's what that is. (laughs) The entire end battle is basically, like, superimposed with backdrops. And of course we have the Ifukube theme playing here, but I, I think the, the Oshima score is good enough that it doesn't need it. I guess Toho did have like kind of a mandate that they need the, to use this theme. Uh, but I think the score is strong enough on its own. It's a pretty cool shot. And she's an interesting composer. I, I'd like to hear more of her scores if she's done any. She was saying that uh, for this movie, the sound design and the birds, and also like the Bernard Herman strings and uh, Psycho, kind of fueled some of the more like uh, horror, I guess, themes in this movie. See, look how look how surprised they are that Megaguirus is showing up at about. He's just fight. staring at his ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it didn't give him it didn't give much of a choice. It flew right <laughs> over him. <laughs> Oh man, this is great. <laughs> oh, 
Okay, this is a terrible, terrible shot. <laughs> if you change they're the literally music. just rotating the background slowly. So does Megaguirus see in slow motion? Is well, when they were doing those shots, they should have had like character stats come up on the screen because that's what it looked like. <laughs> Dude, that's brilliant, man. That would've been perfect. I love this battle. This is this battle is what gets me like on this movie's side. That was like a weird thing there too, where Godzilla like shook his head and it kind of like sped up. Yeah. But no, this this battle is a lot of fun, and you you can tell that this this battle sequence is modeled after you know the seventies movies and just how it's it's willing to just get stupid. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know what other word to use, but yeah, it's willing to just get stupid on you. It's stupid, but there also is like some logic to it. Like you actually see like something happen to Godzilla that later he he kind of expects and plans for and so yeah. there's like some thought put into it but how the hell do we have 30 minutes left in this thing <laughs> <laughs> it's well, all, after, yeah, after thing. this battle scene it does go on for like another 10 minutes because they have to wrap up the subplot with the evil chess player guy seriously yeah oh god <laughs> why don't 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 i can't lose you now eric don't uh <laughs> Don't give up. Don't don't give up on us. Yeah, this is this is I, I hate the slow motion thing though. It's really distracting. Well, Zack Snyder was brought in to direct some of the fight. So. <laughs> oh, that'd be the worst guys. Well, Shin probably would still be worse, but probably be a, give it a run for its money. Everybody would die. Now you got <clears throat> this is like um would you agree that you can't really call Godzilla or Megaguirus like the good guy in this fight, right? Like it's yeah, just... that's a good point. So it's really hard to root. For, like we root for Godzilla by default, but yeah, we do. But you don't really get the sense that like the humans are so much. Like they're just yeah. kind of like watching. They don't really. I, obviously, it, it'd be in everyone's best interest for these two things to just kill each other. But uh... I still prefer. Like I don't mind ambiguousness. Like I. Kind of like this better than like G14, for instance, where he's like, like the hero th- thing kind of works in the 70s, but I don't know. That's a really funny shot where Godzilla's looking at something and then Mega Gears just kind of pops in a frame <laughs> behind him. These to- these these cars in the foreground are kind of distracting. Killing me. They're killing me yeah. here. I know. They just. Oh, this is Godzilla looks like my dog, like when he's confused. Yeah. Mega Gear snuck up on him. One thing I do like, and you guys are, you know, interested in hearing your opinions, but I do like the 50 meters for like the scale. And it doesn't even have to do with the miniatures necessarily. I just like Godzilla being 50 meters. I don't know if you guys even I care. Like I, I think 50 to 50 to 80. Is yeah, 80 is like my top. Preferable. Um, yeah. For for set pieces and scale, yeah, I I do agree that um, it makes it look best. Would it surprise you guys if I said I don't care? No. Oh my gosh, I am shocked. Shocked, I say. Well, now that we're actually getting into uh, a real kaiju fight and seeing some of the more physical suit acting, 
uh, Trev, you probably won't have an opinion on this, but how how do you guys feel overall about Tom Kitagawa as Godzilla? That's a great question. Yeah, I mean, I, um, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, Eric. I'll let you, let you go first, birthday boy. <laughs> I think he never gets his moment to shine, kind of like Satsuma does, because he's he's got these big ass awkward suits that he has to fight against so much. Um, I think oddly enough his best performance is Final Wars and he kills it in that one well like, I, know that, I know he, I know he uh, Mega Garris just stabbed Godzilla in the crotch by the way oh dude yeah. oh yeah this, this shot this right looks here looks wrong, wrong. <laughs> yeah. yeah that is uh... <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah I, I remember Final Wars um Kitagawa saying that he was really happy that they finally made a suit that he could run in and do a lot of crazy stuff that these suits wouldn't let him. And uh, he is a veteran stuntman and martial artist, so yeah, it's odd that they they really only utilized his physicality to that degree in one movie. Um, But he he also played a lot of the um, he was a stuntman in a lot of the uh, Sentai Sentai, yeah, yeah, in the in the ranger outfits. Do you know which rangers he played? Did he do uh, Black Ranger? Played the, the Shishi she, she Ranger um, and the Die Ranger, like it's the yeah. green one. Trev, did you say the Green Ranger? I said Black Ranger. Okay, oh. yeah. Um, uh, oh wait, because I was I I was just like looking at him on Wikipedia because I was like, what are these guys even talking about? And it said uh, he played the costume actor for the blue and occasionally Black Ranger. Okay. But um. By the way, there was, was just a. Oh, go ahead, Eric. That was Z, Z, whatever, the Power Rangers show. Z-Ranger. Oh, yeah, that was that weird CGI smile. smile. Yeah. Woohoo! <laughs> Trev, what do you think of the smile? <laughs> I like it. Uh, there was also a moment just a second ago where Godzilla tried to do his blast, but it wouldn't work. And I and that's been... Um, like Aguirre had stabbed him in the crotch. So they're trying to say that like that builds up from his testicles. No, they're saying like... <laughs> Suck the juices out of them. That's even yeah, Me- Mega Gears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's much better. <laughs> Mega Mega Gears, uh, um, absorbs the energy. I guess. Ooh, that's the moment where Godzilla stands up and is clearly being like lifted up on like wires. <laughs> but I'm really I do appreciate Kitagawa to go back to like I can't imagine Satsuma being this. Like even with this big awkward suit, Kitagawa still—he's still yeah. making giving his all, man. Like Trev, let me guess—you that... love that moment where he's like shaking his head. Yes, I do. Oh, this is great. It, we, oh, we, this is... yeah, we got to stop for a moment to and admire this scene. It, 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 well, yeah, it, to embrace something wonderful. It's straight like samurai. <laughs> Well, I guess Tezuka said that that scene, the 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 scene coming up, um, was his like homage to Kitagawa's work in the Sentai series. Matt, you, you didn't get your chance to speak about Kitagawa. So. Well, I'm admiring Godzilla cutting off uh, Megaguirus' hand first. <laughs> Megaguirus penis POV. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Mega Gears, you got played that time. This is a really fun battle. 
<laughs> like how he just flew like straight into the building. Yeah, why did why why did she do? We've been saying he. Megagiris is yeah, a female. Yeah, it's definitely a girl. Yeah, you're a, you're yeah. a female. I don't I don't yeah. want I don't want to offset the the female listeners out there. All two of them. Uh. <laughs> that makes Godzilla more villainous, beating up on a woman. <laughs> Why I mean, is he wearing I like- a shirt? Well, like, Kudo, you're injured. Obviously, someone with a broken arm couldn't, like, give me instructions over the radio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like uh, I, I like Kitagawa. Um, they all have their different mannerisms, and, and that's fine, like, for the oh. films. I mean, I don't really have an opinion one way or the other, aside from that. Oh, man, crowd shot again. <laughs> I love these bitch slaps too. Man, for a female, Mega Gears is kind of rapey. <laughs> it's very Three Stooges. <laughs> it really is. It's That's a perfect. That's a perfect. Like this is almost like if Sam Raimi directed a kaiju fight. Yep. Godzilla <laughs> puts her tail like right through the ground. This is a Godzilla thing. Like he just slams his tail on the ground instead of like decapitating him. Or decapitating her right there. Here we he go. Just, like, Here. roars in her face and then just. <laughs> Here's that wonderful, wonderful moment we were talking about. Oh, man. Remember the first scene in this where, like, it, you, there was, like, some actual, like. It was, like, dramatic gravity to it. And our, our you thought lead... it was going to be a serious movie? <laughs> <laughs> Why does he have to break the cast off? I don't know. <laughs> My arm is magically healed. Yeah, he's fine. <laughs> you look like I said. You can't put on headphones and plug in a USB drive unless you break your cast off. Obviously, you couldn't just tell someone what to type. Guys, we have 18 minutes left somehow. I, I told you how they got to wrap up the guy in the energy subplot. Hmm, that was kind of creepy. He made the little icon into a major. That is weird. Yeah. I feel like if she found out about that, she'd kick his ass, too. She would, yeah. totally, yeah. yeah. So, by controlling this thing and, like, having it shoot at holes in the screen, he's repairing their system? Yep. Yeah. Is that how... It's science, man. <laughs> he's got to hack into the mainframe, bird. <laughs> yeah, what don't you get about that, man? <laughs> Yeah, Godzilla looks awesome here, just stomping towards <laughs> he him. Looks so drunk, <laughs> especially from this like slow mo shot. I still, I still feel like they're every shot that's like that. Like it almost plays out like it's the POV of Mega Gears. Like it's what she's. That, that's what it's supposed to be. Yeah, it's like she views the world in slow mo. I guess. I will say this fight is a really nice fight that has a pretty good escalation throughout it like it's got a nice flow it's a great like, like fun goofy fight very much like uh like you'd see in like Godzilla versus Megalon or something well yeah, i mean even like the jump is kind of like indicative of the um the flying drop kick kind yeah of. I think it's this scene where there's that uh behind the scenes footage of like a light fixture falling 
I think it's a light fixture. It's been a while since I've seen the behind-the-scenes stuff, but um, I think it's a light fixture that falls on Kitagawa while he's in the suit, and uh, he catches fire. And he should have left, left that in the movie. <laughs> they did that in, uh, I think it was Terror of Mechagodzilla. They, the suit caught fire. and Yeah, they left it in there. In the suit no, I think what Trev means is literally just have the light fixture fall. Yeah. <laughs> That's a meta stuff right there. And penis. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> I do love how it like slows down. Yeah. And you're like, what had just happened? And then you see this. <laughs> and the Damn. little the little stinger energy sucker thing has been bitten off. You gone, bro. That was a pretty awesome explosion. Mm-hmm. This is where all you nerds start standing up and applauding in the theater, right? <laughs> no. I've never done that. Are you guys? I always feel like a jackass for the person behind I don't understand. Like, applauding in the theater doesn't make sense unless you're at the premiere where the creative people are actually in the theater with you. I always thought that was kind of weird. But yeah, no, I, Trev, as someone who's seen these a lot of these movies in a theatrical setting, you know, at, at the G-Fests and, like, revival screenings and stuff, that, 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 that's when they go nuts. Mm-hmm. I, I guess horror fans are like that, too, you know? They see a Friday the 13th or whatever, and, you know, the, they start acting a damn fool Ooh, in the theater. This moment here I wanted to point out is great because when they cut to the satellite... This looks like a mystery really, science theater. I, God, that's that's exactly <laughs> what I was just about to say. And if you have the sound up too, like because it, it, like those little jets fire on it, it even sounds like that. It's just like... It's like so ridiculous and like cheap. Very I know... Lo-fi. I forget where I read this, but like I remember reading like an article or something with Kaneko and he was like referencing what's about to happen with the satellite is... You know, Toho science and something that's just awful. The fact that, like, it just kind of falls directly onto Godzilla, basically. Yeah, the satellite falling. You said Kaneko. I think you mean Tezuka. No, No, man. No, it's Kaneko. Yeah, he's talking about, like, how he wasn't too big of a fan of this movie, I believe. Oh. What a jerk. (laughs) (laughs) He's in, uh,. The next one, or not the next one, but I guess uh, Mechagodzilla. Mako is? Yeah, he's like a military guy. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, it's like him and uh, Kawakita are like um, like these like military guys. Shibuya. Shibuya is just fun to say. But yeah, see, this is what I mean. Like now that the we've we've passed the 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 climax, but now we have to settle this subplot about this. Well, if the they have this clean energy, why does Godzilla keep attacking? And then they have to, you know, out the. We gotta the wrap up uh, Godzilla. You know, it's like God. The Megaguirus is the, almost the more of the subplot. Right? The main plot is kind of like our hero's uh, revenge mission against Godzilla. Yeah, and here comes Bob, bad guy. 
Not the Science Institute. <laughs> Eric, I'm I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Kaneko wasn't in the in what's it, the, the, that movie. Yeah, okay, thank you. <laughs> I was like, I that sounds like a big thing that I've never Stop making up facts, bird. <laughs> Fake news. <laughs> I just pulled that out of my ass. <laughs> All right, Trump. This is a very butthole like centric podcast today. Our evil villains uh he's evil because he was trying to create a more clean energy. <laughs> But Godzilla kept coming back, and he knew that that was part of it, and he didn't say anything. This is a dumb question, but why don't you guys click your cord, right? What? What? (laughs) (laughs) We'll just go with yes, okay. I didn't even know, I don't even know what the question was. uh... we're, We're recording this, right? Because... Usually, oh yeah, no, no, we're 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 still rolling. We're good. Okay. Oh, I would love if we had to start all over. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't yeah, I would make myself suffer. I could do it three times in one night. Let's go for it. Wait, Eric, I know why I thought that. Kawakita and Tezuka are military officers in GMK. Okay, so you're being racist and just confusing Japanese people. <laughs> That's what I got out of that statement. <laughs> So, so far, Eric is the only one who hasn't been racist tonight, but we still got a few minutes left in the movie. <laughs> there, is, there is hope. The movie is so long. It really is, man. It needs to be like an hour and a half. If it were 90 minutes, I feel like it'd be the perfect length. I agree. That's, that's why I've always said, like, it's boring because yeah, I feel like it's, it's a little long in the tooth. Yeah, I think if they would have made a 90-minute version of this, it really would have made it feel more like a 70s movie in all the right ways. But Also, the characters kind of do suck. They're not the... But, like, most of the Millennium characters suck. Most of the Heisei characters suck, so... Yeah, they're, I mean, they're I, okay. You know, I like her. Yeah. I, I think Eric's crazy in saying that she's better than the character from uh, Mechagodzilla. Okay, better is... I like her more... Like, no, okay. can't get there. You're tripping, boy. So you guys are all talking about how it's like not your favorite, and like it's like yeah, it's not that good. It's too long. Um, <laughs> all th- so when we decided to do this, like it wasn't like suddenly any three of you were like, oh, I need to go like rent this or anything. You all own this, right? Yeah, man. of course we do. Yeah, that's a, yeah, okay. a low just, blow. just making sure. Just making sure. Come on, man. And Bird, if you were like flipping through channels and this was on, you would watch it all the way to the end, obviously. <laughs> it was on Stars the other day. I, I think that's what started all of this, because it was on Stars and I said something, and then you guys just kept talking about it. Well, I've always been talking about it. I did, it. but I turned it on at the this last battle, and. Uh, yeah, I kept it on until it, it was over. <laughs> no. <laughs> See, I wouldn't even do that. Yeah, when it was on, um, what channel is it? El Rey? They mm-hmm. had, like, their 4th of July thing, and, like, last year, good God, it was on, like, every other sh- every other showing, basically. 
I would just change the channel. Like it just wasn't. I, I would watch the the scenes with Godzilla, but like if if he was if it was a fighting scene or whatever, then yeah, I'd watch it. But then I turn it after that. I mean, this, if El Rey was showing it that much, it must be a ratings bonanza for them. <laughs> <laughs> this is one that does show up on TV quite a bit. Um, I get the feeling because you know we, we, you guys only think about and we only talk about like the reaction of like the hardcore Godzilla fans, but I bet this is one that probably would play more to like a very general audience, right? Like if you just throw this on cable, because it is more indicative of the Godzilla movies. People will probably remember from when they were kids. Oh yeah. This is more what, what the average person would think like a Godzilla movie should be like, it's, mm-hmm. it's and, cheesy. Uh, if you, if you, uh, I think that's why Godzilla 2000 was received fairly well here. Especially after 98, a lot of the critics who were, like, you know, from the baby boomer generation came out and said, oh, this is, like, the kind of campy fun that I remember from Saturday mornings and blah, blah, blah. I'm an, I'm an idiot, man. Why didn't I choose to do a Godzilla 2000 commentary? It's my fucking birthday. I should choose a movie I actually, like, <laughs> like. I don't know. And then we can all yell at Matt for him not liking it. I don't hate it. I just don't think it's, like, great. You know what? You're wrong. Eric, I think you I think you chose wisely. I mean, I don't regret watching this. I've it's moved up several notches from this it, it is not. It is it is not <laughs> moved up several notches for me. It's I mean, it's pretty much where it was, but where it is now is higher than where it used to be for me. <laughs> that was not, that was gibberish, man. <laughs> what? Yeah, that did not that was like you, you texting is what that was. Oh, hey, there he's on fire. That might have actually been it. No, that was the ship hitting him. Yeah, I know. Well, I, like I said, I don't. My memory. I don't know if my memory is just unreliable. It's been a while. So you confuse the you confuse the Griffin with a light. Yes. <laughs> can you blame me? Yes. Yes, we can. So, an, so, an, so an in movie moment where the Griffin, the star ship of the film, hits him and. Sets him on fire. You confuse that with a behind-the-scenes blooper where a light fixture <laughs> falls on him. You know what? I'm talking. You know, I'm gonna. I'm. I'm looking this up right now. I'm settling this on on the podcast. That's Be- a pretty cool sequence right there, where Godzilla is shooting his beam at the black hole. Pretty cool sequence to end a pretty cool movie. Oh, and then she just plops into the pool. I love that. <laughs> I forgot how stupid that is. I just feel like the movie should just end already. Like, there's... <laughs> it's just no, we why don't is, really care. Why is Glenn not dead yet? Somebody kill him. <laughs> the light picture just falls on him. <laughs> now the way they... Now they start flirting out of nowhere. Like, it hasn't happened really everywhere else. <laughs> really, That's the horrible things about these movies, especially the Millennium Series. Like, these forced sort of love connections that go nowhere... <laughs> I like how the, the readout on the screen there just a second ago said G disappeared. That was the official uh, text that came up. I like how the guy just patted him on his fucking broken arm. <laughs> he just took it. And... Oh, okay. Jimmy's well. screaming. There we go. <laughs> Oh, now someone's got to pick all those papers up, put them back in order. <laughs> Why is this still on? But see, now we know it's wrapped <laughs> up because now she's let her hair down. We got a uh, party major now. 
So, Trev, I was with you for like the first seventy percent of the movies. Like, Dude, this isn't this isn't that bad. This is kind of fun. It's like the seventies movies, which are my favorite Godzilla movies. Yeah. But God, man, this last act just <laughs> refuses to die. I'm totally on Eric's side on this. This movie uh, sucks. I, I'm, I'm, this, I'm, this movie sucks, Tane. <laughs> Trev, I will come in the middle here and I'll say they're right. But... No, but like also, but like when Eric's saying like the last, here's where I disagree, and maybe that I don't, I don't know if Eric would give this any thought, but when you're saying the last act sucks, what you're really reacting to because you got to keep saying the movie's too long. You, what, why are these guys wearing like these weird jackets? What the fuck is that? Um, <laughs> what is going on? It's not the last act that's too long. It's that there's stuff in the middle that can be cut out. So you're just kind of you're you're tired and exhausted from that. Well, the, the, yeah, they're the, they're the wrapping whole last up battle is fun. Yeah, they're they're wrapping up things that are set up in the there middle. Are, there are some good parts in the movie. The problem is that there are some really bad parts in the movie too. <laughs> you can't you can't discount all that. I'm not discounting it, but the, the idea that this is so hated when it's like, I don't even, you know, this is so much better than Shin Godzilla. It's not even funny. I don't and even fact, care about the quote unquote. Well, bad yeah, but stuff. I I hate Shin Godzilla. So. <laughs> I don't even care about the bad stuff. It's just that it's boring. Like not boring, but it just it needed trimmed quite a bit, and it would have trimmed. Stuff. But I mean, if you would go back and listen to this commentary, you'd notice how many scenes you were actually like, oh no, this is pretty cool. This is cool, oh, and no. I feel like. I feel like people just discount that, and they don't give this movie any. Oh, here's the really weird abrupt ending, um, <laughs> where she, it's just her apologizing for hitting him in the arm. And I, that, yep, that's it. Um, oh I, don't remember, I don't remember that. That's what... that's a weird like, <laughs> and the music starts that's playing. How it ends. <laughs> I'm sorry, but see, that's why even like the moment like that is so dumb that I like it, and like that's what I like to me. There's so much fun, dumb stuff in this that I find it enjoyable. Could I cut ten minutes out of it? Yeah, but I, I, I do think this is like an enjoyable, just goofy, fun movie. I think, and this is I, I, was, I don't mean this as an insult. As anyone would know, and Bird would probably agree. This would be one that I think would be really fun for like the new version of MST. I just oh think yeah, it's got that kind of vibe to it, and I, I like it. And I just, I don't get why. I just look at it like it's the kind of thing where I think sometimes some Godzilla fans aren't willing to have fun anymore with it or don't want to admit that it can just be goofy fun. And they want everything to, they really need people to take it seriously. And I, I agree some, with that. here's a question though. Would you guys show this to someone who's never seen a Godzilla movie? Nah, you'd have to graduate up the ranks a little. I wouldn't either. I, yeah. I mean, I think I'd show I, it to I, my son. I think it would be a good one though. Don't you? Because I mean, if they like it, then it's just going to, you have more, you have better ones to show them, right? You don't, it's not like you're going to save this one for any reason to show them. So why not start with this? And yeah, I do at- think, like you said, the fact that this is on TV a lot, I just, I have a feeling that this one probably plays to a, a more general audience more than people like you guys might think. Looking at my rankings now, I'd, I'd probably have to bump this down. <laughs> a few spots. Oh, man. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, it's not. I can't. Brutal. Can't do it. Brutal. I can. I get like the enjoyment of like. I can just like sense the life being sucked out of you throughout this this podcast, man. I'm terribly sorry. Because he hasn't yeah. like he hasn't pooped all day. He's all feeling grumpy, <laughs> and he's gonna like take it out on this movie. I did today is tax day. I did 
pay pay a few yeah Matt was already in a bad mood coming him. Matt was Matt was already in a bad mood coming in <laughs> man no, I but, I got money from tax tax and Matt I, is like Matt's, Matt's like the most default grumpy guy I know and that if he's like when he doesn't like a movie suddenly it's like he's like ah oh, fuck this movie it's the worst thing ever <laughs> he really is that's what I was trying to say at the, on that orca commentary but he wasn't having it. No, here, here's the, here's the issue though. There, there's Nothing some... can ever be just kind of slightly flawed with with Matt. No, it's Matt. it's not it's not the the slight flaws. It's <laughs> like even the good stuff. Even even with the good stuff, like the 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 final battle is distracting. There's too much of the the POV, you know, slowed down fighting. It, it, it's so distracting. Like I just don't even like that. Guys, I've been trying to find this clip of Godzilla catching on fire <clears throat> for like ten minutes. Where it doesn't is exist. It? This is like your damn giant ants in Skull Island. Yeah, man. Stop. Like, so, so yeah, we making up facts for, for in like misinforming the general populace. Yeah, there's a blooper with uh, where, <laughs> <laughs> There's something where the suit caught fire. I'm, dude. I don't. Oh, here's the cut. Here's the. Here's the post credit scene. scene. I do like the post credit scene. Oh no! Don't you don't get to do that now, Matt. No, you don't. <laughs> I think that was the director. Tezuka is the guy yeah. in the, the playground. Here's our forgotten so, child actor. Do you think this is like the kids' karma for like, you know, basically being responsible for the deaths of like thousands of people? That <laughs> like, just destroys his classroom. He did. He did. <laughs> so I guess. So we, sur- is, we survived. Yeah. So what does that mean for Godzilla? What, did he just, you know, he was buried. He's back. He's back, man. He found a, found a way out yes, of the. Yes, he was uh, back. back People kept asking if he was back. I I, I think he's back. <laughs> I love when people ask if that's Godzilla Jr. every time when they see like a sequel. I, I, I want to give Bird credit for the uh, the John Wick reference there because John Wick is awesome. You can my menu screen. It's it's Godzilla Godzilla registered versus Megaguirus trademarked. <laughs> <laughs> they're prote- they're protective of those uh, IPs, man. Those IPs, dude. I just wonder why they don't have the same, like, why aren't they both trademarked or why aren't they both registered? What's the difference, I wonder? I mean, I'm sure there's a real answer to that. I just don't know. If you have to ask, you couldn't handle that sort of knowledge. So what's our, what's our uh, rating system going to be? Uh, oh, boy. Godzilla buttholes. Yeah, how many Godzilla oh, buttholes do you give this out of five? <laughs> yeah, you're on fire today, man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna go with the two and a half. Oh man! <laughs> literally, Matt, like, just give it your half and let's move I on. Literally hear Matt's soul breaking right now. <laughs> well, he knows Matt. that he knows whatever rating he's gonna give. We're gonna tell him he's being hyperbolic and blah 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 because that's no, what it, it's, it's it's a it's a one and a half. It's not a half. That's what I gave Shin. So it can't be that bad. Uh, it, it's gonna be one and a half. Yeah. All right. One and a half Godzilla taints. There you go. <laughs> well, I guess yeah, it'd be a butthole and a half would be the taint. So anatomically, you're correct. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I uh, I will echo Matt's uh, 
butthole and the taint. All right. Well, uh, let's right. let's go to the 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 guy who who brought us here. The guy who is all lives, eats and breathes and sleeps Mega Gearus. Trev, what 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 are you giving this one? Out of five? Yeah. It's a, it's a, to me, it's a solid three. I, I think it's, I just, I don't know. I think it's a fun movie. I don't, I mean, yes, it's a little too long. I think that's the only like real, that's the only like real legit complaint I have because all the other things you guys, all those special effects aren't that great or whatever. None of that bothers me because I'm enjoying it for the corniness. It's like, I, I like this film on a different level than I like some of the other Godzilla movies. And I just think, um, I don't know. To me, this one's slightly more enjoyable than some of the other millennium ones, which are taking themselves too seriously. And then to me, when you're being very serious and trying to be very epic, then like the dumb stuff is more highlighted to me. Whereas in this, a lot of it's forgivable, if that makes sense. Oh yeah. I think you're right. And then you hit the freaking wall. That is like <laughs> the runtime of this movie. Like you're right in chunks, you're watching the chunks of this. It's more fun than I think the hear you movies personally, but watching this in one just sit down session is grueling and soul sucking as we found. So, uh, so Eric, this whole experiment was, you know, we, you, you wanted to reevaluate this movie and because you wanted to give another chance, you wanted to, you know, give it, give it the good old, you know, second shot. And, uh, so would you say that fit that experiment was a failure? Dude, I, I, you guys, well, you heard me say like m- midway through, I'm like, man, this is not too bad. I'm going to maybe rate it kind of where Trev is, but by the end of it, maybe I bump it up a notch or two. But I don't hate it like I did, but it's still the the bot towards the bottom. That's fine. I don't mind like, being a man alone. Nothing new. <laughs> I didn't know who played. I didn't know the Japanese actor that played. Uh, G Grasper number sixteen either like you guys did we can't name his whole <laughs> filmography but it's fine uh, as a more casual fan well all, Eric we we were also saying if you're trying to revisit a movie you haven't seen in a while I don't know if doing a commentary right then and there is the best thing so maybe if you watch it again nope. on your own on, no <laughs> <laughs> I could not have gotten through with this without you guys so I thank you because there's no way if I was doing this solo. I would have started doing like next year's taxes already and just like a billion other things than just paying attention to this movie. There's no way. Huh. Well, um, <laughs> that was uh, Godzilla versus Megaguirus, or in Japan, Godzilla X Megaguirus, uh, G. What is it? Is G something or Annihilation operation. Yeah, G Annihilation Strategy. Ain't that a, a mouthful? The, no, it's the G, G extermination, extermination strategy. strategy. Man, we suck today. This is just like this movie. So, yeah, I've I've said and corrected so many things that I've said. Does that make sense? Is that a sentence? By the way, Trev, did you know that M One made a Sujimori set uh, with a G Grasper helmet and the nurse outfit? I just thought you might be interested. I only understood way. half of what you just said. <laughs> M one, M one made the the. Tell him what that, that is. is. He doesn't know, know what that, that is. It's a toy. It's a toy. They made a little G Grasper toy of the the major captain, whatever her name is, from the movie we just watched, and the nurse from the 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 computer program. Oh, cool. <laughs> You're always um, wanting you know G Grasper stuff. I just thought you might be interested, but apparently not. I what. what, what 
I'm not the one who collects. Would you? How many Godzilla versus Mega Gears toys do you have? Zero, exactly zero, because the mo- the movie is is shitty. That that's exactly. Man, y'all. I don't are... I don't buy toys for movies I don't like, unlike some other people. But we won't go. <clears throat> no, you just no, you just buy movies you don't like. You freak. It came in the box set. I bought a box set. It came in the box set. <laughs> All right, this is devolving pretty quickly. <laughs> this is becoming the Orca Orca cast all over. You guys again. just heard my last appearance on Kaiju Transmissions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that was uh, Mega Gearus and uh, a movie that um, is divisive for sure. As it's not divisive. This... It's it's cons- there's a consensus that it's not very good. That Trev and JD leaves are all about it. Grumps so. versus non grumps. That's how it's divisive. Uh, but I'll have you know that Ed Godzizuski of Monster Zero said that while not the best example of filmmaking, it nonetheless succeeds as an entertaining film. Ed G. Ed G. is a cool guy. He's uh, Ishiro Honda. I'm sorry, Ed G. Uh, for totally butchering your name. <laughs> even even uh, <laughs> even Norman England, who's like best friends with Ed G., can't say his name, so it's okay. Mike Bogue of American Kaiju said it's one of the most entertaining of the post Showa movies. Yeah, Eric. <laughs> uh, well. And Stomp Tokyo said the music is pretty good. <laughs> that should Man, just be on the <laughs> that should just be on the box. The music's pretty good. The <laughs> music is pretty good. Oh man. Well, that was fun. Commentaries are always fun. And hopefully the good people at home had fun as well. Um Well, we'll enjoy this, uh hopefully the audience when you hear this in twenty twenty. Hopefully, uh, you know, the Earth hasn't been taken over by giant cockroaches. Um, by the but, time Bird releases this, this could be like, this film could be like considered the best Godzilla film. You know, there'll be some like crazy, like rediscovery of it. There'll be like a, a, a race of subhumans who kind of worship this, like the uh, people in the, the, the ben- second Planet of the Apes yeah, movie. Beneath the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm sure once the apocalypse happens, Trev will be the one to start that cult. But, all right, well, any any last words? Uh, thanks for the birthday present, I guess. Yeah, happy birthday, woo! Uh, and uh, Trev and Eric, thank you for joining us. And we, I think I speak for everybody when I say it was a delight making your birthday dream uh, a reality. 